following presentation is uncensored. It contains profanity, references to drug and alcohol addiction, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. So I would like you to tell me about a time that you got yourself in a bad spot and you have a memory that's also related to Travis. You got yourself in a bad spot and he was right there and kind of got you out. So as I kind of scoot over to the other room, I'm I'm very distracted by what is going on off to my left here. And I I kind of kick, my my foot kind of hooks around the leg of a chair. And so I stumble a little bit as I walk. I'm able to regain my footing, but I'm in a bad position on on this side of the room. So your hard choice, do you drop the flask or do you let her have it? <laughs> if you drop the flask, it spills and no one gets it. Yeah, I can't bring myself to drop it. I'll let her have it. I'm going to keep the knife at the ready, but kind of out of sight. Who is it? Housekeeping. <laughs> uh, we, we understand you have a... You can barely hit the door. We understand there's a problem in there. We've come to hell. door opens and in walks a thin mid-height man he's got glasses he's wearing like a loose open black shirt he's not wearing any shoes he's got some sort of a chain with a medallion on it kind of hanging down out from the side of it short black hair that's sort of uh disheveled you're saying we signed up for this oh yeah you came to us willingly said you wanted something new must have been something in your lives you were running from or something some escape you were seeking one only we know who we are and you can't let anybody else out there know you can't harm the other guests that's number two number three You can't actually leave the premise until you get the master's permission. Gentlemen, you've just come from out of nowhere. Well, friends, your environment may have been in the cramped little room with the uh, the, the very threatening, crazed woman and, and having to staple her to the floor. Let me assure you, you are now in my element. She stands up and she walks over to you and goes, hey, she just says hey to you. Hello. I don't want to, I don't want to bother you. She kisses you on the cheek and palms you something. Apology accepted. I'm just, so I'm not looking at it because that would be rude, but huh? what does what she, what does what she palmed me feel like? It feels like a little plastic baggie. Yes, excellent. Fabulous. Do you know the person who runs this place? I do. Well, I'd like to get to see them. I've heard I should get the chance, but if there's anything I can do to speed that up. Maybe there is. 
Maybe there is. I tell you what. And I don't want to be rude. But I, I'm going to be engaged here for a moment, if you don't mind. Hmm. But if you would talk with your friends and, well, give me a, a little bit of time. Come find you all. Can I get your name? I'm the mistress. The pleasure is all mine. Please, give me a little bit of time to sort some things out here with the the folks here. They are in a a different need that I can help. She kind of has a look in her face that you understand. There's some people trying to hook up. There's some people looking for probably some illicit things here. Mm -hmm. But I'll come find you. But I'm very curious to speak with you and your friends. Thank you for your time. I think my friends are headed to the bar, so I'm going to go and find where they run off to. I'll try to look for you there. I'll turn around and try to find where my friends are heading. And truly, enjoy the party. I'll do my best. And you head off to look for your friends. So... Yes. You're following the people with the drinks. You walk through a ballroom, which is basically on the other side of the courtyard, just on the other side of the bushes. This is where the party is happening. There's a DJ bumping some fucking killer beats. And there's a live party going on. A ton of people dancing. Attached to a catwalk above this area, this kind of open area, is a person who's in all leather with a zipper shut over their mouth and you can't really tell out their features and people are walking up to him and beating the shit out of them and spitting on him and yelling at him and they're just like begging on the floor crying and lying if you're familiar with this at all it's a gimp and that's not all that's going on that's one little section of this party there's definitely a little S&M stuff going on in a corner in the rest of the party place there are people just dancing and having a great time drinking woo and this dj is live man like they're really good mixing tracks together stuff you've you never thought of mix like you've been to some good parties this is a good party but you're following the people with the drinks and you walk through the ballroom where people are dancing and interacting and you come to the lounge area the lounge has a bit of a kitchen it's on the opposite side of the ballroom you walk past the foyer there's some softer surfaces here and a narrow entryway in the lounge it keeps the air relatively quiet compared to the ballroom and foyer but it's filled with music and the sounds of conversation and there's an there's ample seating for a couple dozen people and many but not all of the seats are taken up it's kind of arranged so it's arranged in small pots right there's a buffet of catered food being constantly stocked from an adjacent kitchen and the kitchen is accessed through a swinging door from the lounge few people ever enter the kitchen primarily because well there isn't nobody no party goer wants to go in there and be like hey what's going on in the kitchen they just want to get fed and drink and fuck and snort something and go dance Three caterers regularly move regularly between the two spaces, but little else seems to be happening there. As well, here in this area, there's the bar. It is adjacent to the foyer and the lounge. 
It's a central point of the action. It's flanked on both sides by the courtyard and the ballroom. And at the front is the main entrance, where you see there is a security card on this side, and one on the other of two large doors letting people in. Checking IDs, asking them questions, and they get let in. And then it stops, and you're kind of, you're walking there. It's taking you a moment. So you get to see a few people let in and let out. It's a very stylishly covered loading dock fixed with huge carved wooden doors. At the back, you can tell that there are restrooms because you can't help but notice people going to the restroom and then walking out of it. And it's large enough to handle the flow of the people in and out of the party. The traffic through this room is pretty heavy and people are using it to traverse the main party areas and the bar, much like you. The music is and noise of the ballroom flood into this area as well, but it's not quite as loud. It's a little less loud in the lounge. It's a little more louder here, and when you walk through the bar room, damn, it's hard not to dance. <laughs> you do see a couple of security guards in this room just doing what they're supposed to do. They're not really bugging anybody. They're just standing in the corners, looking around, making sure nothing too chaotic happens. But the bar is a little chaotic. However, the bartender, she handles the traffic really well. People walk up, they ask for a drink. Quickly, she's making it and throwing it down the line to them. It's no problem. She's got like curly, strawberry blonde hair. She seems really perky and she's able to easily like connect with someone who's asking, yeah, what do you want? Blah, 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 blah. Type done, here and go and like, real bubbly is a wrong word she's real but she is able to meet people's needs quickly and nobody seems upset that they gotta wait for a moment because there's a ton of people at the bar and that's what you come to when you're walking up you're like third back in line of a crowded bar what you gonna do i'm gonna look to see if there's anybody else that seems to be getting uh, preferential treatment specifically focusing on any other flasks that might be around Give me an investigate. Oh, that's not very good. That's a two. All right, mark a discovery. Now you don't really see anybody getting preferential treatment, but I'd like you to tell me about a time that you were at a club and Aristotle was there. And what you distinctly remember of that interaction. I remember being at a club. Music was pretty hot. It was a fall night. The air was crisp outside, but it was warm in the club. So they had these gantry or wing windows that were real, way up high that they could open and it allowed a nice breeze to flow through. And Aristotle had this crowd around him like a crew. And there was clearly a party circling him. And he was basically at some point stood on the table uh, a big bottle in his hand and the crowd was invested. At some point, somebody handed him a mic. He was singing. Everybody was focused on that. And I was able to score pretty good. I, it wasn't my intention, but people were so completely oblivious to me at that point that I had almost a compulsion to walk away with some car keys to some very nicely dressed individuals. And it was my first ride in a Testarossa. Very nice. So you, you distinctly got that memory of Aristotle. 
but you definitely seem to see think that it's not really a preferential treatment here but man maybe having that dude up here would be helpful and it takes you a minute to get here and you're kind of waiting back in the line and not long after you can see aristotle and travis coming this way travis is dancing behind aristotle Nice. And legit, if anybody wants to stop. You can't cross a dance, dance floor without dancing. He, he dances his way across behind him. Oh, yeah. To be fair, yeah. he looks like a complete buffoon. He has very <laughs> little coordination. But he dances, yeah. just doesn't care. And he's having awesome. a good time. Oh, yeah. As uh, as we're walking through there, I'm, I'm doing my thing in the room, maybe reaching into my pocket every once in a while and loading up a pinky nail and getting a little bump on the way through and making sure that I'm feeling good. If I see uh, as I'm dancing my way through the room, if somebody else is engaging with me or whatever like that, maybe giving them a little bump from my pocket, go ahead and share a like and eventually waking my, making my way to the bar room. All right. So Aristotle, at least for this next scene, I need you to record this. Mm. You have plus one to fight and overcome obstacle tests. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It may last a little longer than this next scene, but at least this next scene. You have minus one to persuade and trick or mislead someone. Doing some drugs. Uh, Cocaine. Fight, fight and overcome obstacle? Yes. Okay. And persuade or trick and mis- mislead someone, a minus Negative. one. Yeah. We don't like, we Got don't it. like, okay. we don't like. <laughs> hey. Okay, Cocaine. exactly. All right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling good. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm slowly turning into likes to fight guy, which is really weird for Aristotle. Again, you're probably seeing this. <laughs> what is going on? What is he doing? What? Like maybe especially as I'm, as I'm like passing through and like, like seeing the gym, if they're like, if there are people that are like here, Try with the riding crop, take taking a shot on the way by kind of thing, and really not not holding back. Probably more physical than you've seen him in the the few hours that we've known each other. Again, when he scrambled across the room and then passed out because somebody hit him in the knee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, so somebody slapped him into a coma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You guys get to the bar and Paxton, you you see the cats coming up. Aristotle, you're like ah that memory. He's living up to that memory. And guys, this is a good party. Yeah. It's a good party. People are having fun. I wait. Like, I wait. There's a lot of people here. I, I wave my hand to Aristotle Let's go ahead. and I say, Testarossa, come on over. No problem, chicken man. <laughs> I, uh, I reach my hand in my pocket and I've got uh, a little bit of stuff on my finger. I said, you want some? No, I'm good. But I'm ready for a drink and, right. I, and I shake the flask, but can't seem to break the line. You want to fill yours too? Absolutely. I'll, I will. Give me yours. I'll try to get them both. No, I'm, I'll hold mine. Yeah, I, I, I'm a ways back at this point. All right. And you exactly as I said, you can see him. He's coming mm-hmm. this way, but he is he is a little ways back. It'll be a minute before he gets here. But Stanley, you can clearly see them. Right. Yeah, um, I definitely I think I, I've just, got eyes on them and checking in on them. This, totally. Yeah. You're just kind of fighting your way through the crowd right now. Fighting yeah. is the wrong word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely yeah. dancing my way through the crowd. Absolutely. Totally, totally, yeah. totally. And, and if there is any sort of like extra like preternatural lightness to me now, I'm taking full advantage of that. So. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally going to try to flirt my way up to the front of the line. Absolutely. Like, just again, like I own the place. Not even like we've all seen that guy like out of the way, like important person here now. Come on. 
this is I am that guy at a party, so I don't understand. Yeah. No, so uh, why don't you give me a persuade someone? No, I really. How about overcoming and no? Okay. Persuade is based on uh, uh, rapport. rapport. Yeah. All right. It could be worse. It's an eight. Can I? Aid? It could be worse. It Can could I aid him? You could have, but he's already yeah. rolled. Okay. So uh, aid another is definitely a thing you have to do before the other person rolls. Okay. Yeah. So Josh. Officially, um, slow your roll. He's on cocaine, <laughs> so I don't know. I got cocaine thing going on right now. I ain't going. I ain't slowing nothing. Hey, give it in front of the line, dude. Dude. <laughs> no, on a seven through nine, they tell you something of value. Someone tells you something of value. They tell you a secret about another character. They give you an item of value, or they assist you on your next action. With what you're saying, assist you on your next action makes the most sense, right? You'll yeah, get absolutely. To the front of the line. Yeah. But you either give them an item of value got to do something for them or you inflict distress up to you which one is it? so working my way through the line was so i've been like again i kind of got knocked down a little bit in the in the courtyard there a little bit i steeled myself back up and then i was going through the ballroom everything was fabulous i was dancing my way i was bumping up everything was great getting through the line at the bar was a little bit tougher than i thought that it was going to be like this is I was, again because I'm, I'm normally i can persuade people no problem I, that's this is what i do i've got this you know i've got the rapport everything's great and it just it it, it just didn't work the way that i wanted to i'm a little stressed out right now. that's a little that's a little bit less uh, smooth than i hoped it was going to be but i got there like i got what i wanted it's just not it's a little empty all right orchestras uh yeah orchestras yeah that's totally fair so but you get up there yeah. It's a little stressful to get there. You and your friends, you get your friends up there. You're Travis front. actually doesn't fight for the front. He's going to trust them to get the flasks. And while they're doing it, he's looking for a joint. Because that's more his speed than the cocaine. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah, give me an investigate, Travis. <laughs> 11. And that's off it of is. awareness, which is flat. So, it 11. Is. It is not hard to find somebody smoking a joint in this establishment at all. You look over your shoulder, about three people wait. And you're at the bar, so it's crowded. People smoking, they're not trying to crowd the bar. They're back a little bit, kind of standing around. And you like about five people standing in a semicircle, passing a joint around. All right. While waiting for them to come up with the, the flask of precious nectar of our new gods, Travis will step over into that circle and you know, try to strike up conversation and wait for his hit. So you are there. Stanley, you're just now getting to the bar area. That Travis has kind of stepped away from the bar. Paxton and Aristotle have made their way to the front of the bar. <clears throat> and you're kind of coming up on where Travis is. No, I see uh, that yeah. he's trying to get in line for the joint. I, I want to see if anybody's maybe like passing around like any ecstasy or Molly, like someone that's like really feeling on themselves that All right, might give me have some like as well. Investigate. All right, that is yeah. awareness. So, question: uh-huh. <laughs> Can I use my ability after I have rolled? So I was, yeah, my. I, uh, I don't know the total yet, so I don't see move? why not. Okay. What what ability? My starting move, my matador. Oh yeah, it is you can use it. After, you're supposed to use it after you rolled. Oh okay. Yep. Even better. An adva- advantage can be used anytime after you roll. Excellent. So I'm gonna re-roll <laughs> one of my and hope that I do a little better. This is um, ooh much better. So that's uh, an eight plus one is a nine. Okay. So you're you're looking for 
you're looking for some Molly. Yeah. Some X, right? Mm, correct. Uh, it's a little harder to notice. It's definitely not any of the people in the circle for the joint. Not really any of the people at the bar, but there are a couple people closer to the lounge. You can see them like sitting there and just feeling each other. And you can tell mm-hmm. uh, the difference between people being amorous and, mm-hmm. and intimate and people people on X. Yeah. Because there's no amount of, I want to do things with you. It's, oh, this sensation feels so Everything neat, feels right? great, like, yeah. Maybe like, occasionally like stopping on, and like rubbing on themselves and not on each exactly, other. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And dance. It's kind of in the opposite direction of the rest of the cats, but it's mm-hmm. still within the bar. It's just okay. closer to the lounge in the foyer than, yeah. than to the ballroom. Some people found a nice little, those big beanbag chairs. Mm, yes. There's, yes. A, there's a few people and it's a few people in a beanbag chair. Just <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. want to walk up and see if any of them are willing to share. What do you say? I will say this literally: they're not paying attention to anything other than oh, themselves. My. Yeah, right. I want to take off my jacket, which is, by the way, probably like a jean jacket. But there's like a some patches on the back that have some really nice texture on them. And I want to try and convince one of them to like, hey, check this out. This is really cool. This is going to feel really good. And try and work my way into, hey, I want to feel really good as well. Can you maybe hook me up with something? All right. Give me a persuade. Cool. So that is with rapport. This is a plus two. So that is five. Plus two is seven. Okay. So I think give an item to uh, a value, which would be All like right. drugs. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. See. So well, I have well, to give up my jacket, essentially. You're looking to get the drugs, mm-hmm. which you will succeed. Oh, man. Yeah. And they got a little pill that one of them pulls out of a little case and hands to you. But like you, you're taking the pill and they're grabbing your, your jacket. Yeah, and they all got it. Like, okay. They're just, yeah, they're like, well, oh, wow. damn. But I got what I wanted, so I'll let it slide. All right. And I'll pop the pill. Okay, I'm gonna go with this for a heroin or opioid. Okay, that's the interesting about it. All right, so you are at a minus one for might. You don't have any stress currently, but you definitely will not be feeling any stress. So the next stress, the next two stress that you take, ignore them. When it's eight to 10 hours later, we'll talk. And your awareness is also at a minus one or one lower than whatever it normally is right now. Okay, so it's a flat roll now. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't instantaneous, mm-hmm. but this is okay. over the next scene. These effects start to kick in with you. Okay. I'm going to make a note of them, and I will remember that it doesn't affect me just yet. So Sounds good. Thank you for clarifying. Yep. So not at this exact moment, but as you get into the scene, play up that these effects are going on. Role play with the idea that they're starting to kick in. Mm-hmm. Aristotle and Paxton, you're at the bar, you're at the front, the bartender's right there. There's a crowd around you. You're holding up one or two flasks? I've got... How many? uh, What are you guys doing? I think I'm holding up mine. And I'm I'm holding up mine. Aren't you just the master of your domain back there as I hand my flask to her? Oh, a connoisseur, I see. And she Mm. grabs both of your flasks and starts to pour. It's like... Nothing but the finest. You gentlemen having a good time at the party tonight. We're hoping to have a better time. Are you having a good time well, back there? I am having as best that I can. What time you are? Huh, I don't get off until this party ends, and I'll tell you right now, it's not for a long time. Mm. 
You seem but, to be the only one. <laughs> what brings you gentlemen here this evening? Or wanted to enjoy the nightlife? I don't know. Oh, this is the place to do it. Mm, what have you found out here so far? What what is what's been your best moment so far? And she's as she's pouring the drinks, right? Like she's shaking something, making it. She's not just standing here chatting. Yeah, my my best moment so far is about to happen. Oh, kudos well, to that. Yeah, this is it. The night does keep getting better. There are certainly some awesome sights to be seen throughout the establishment here, though. Can't wait to get up to the third floor, though. Yeah, there are a few people. She kind of uh, rattle. So one of the flasks hand back to you is full. Rattles the empty one. I think the same thing. So uh, she looks to you, packs him, and goes, "That's an interesting tattoo there." What'd you get that for? And I'd like you to mark me a discovery and give me give me a story about the tattoo that you have on your forearm and what it means to you, to your character. And tell the story to her, as if you're telling it to her. This tattoo, it was covering up an old scar. More importantly, I covered up that old scar with something that was very important to me. This is a, a waterfall in an isolated location off by itself, a pristine environment. And what I loved about this waterfall is that it washed away everything that was there before and left a deep gorge, just ready to be filled with bounty. So you want to be filled with bounty, huh? (laughs) Well, isn't that the goal? To end up with more than you started? I suppose for some. How about you? Hmm. You look like you've, I don't know. What's going on in that head of yours? She says to you, Aristotle. Mark a discovery for me. Okay. And I would like you to tell me a story of of a positive interaction that you've had. And I don't mean just like you got something out of it, right? Not like I ended up winning interaction or I ended up on top interaction, but real positive interaction that you had with a family member. Oof. Something that actually meant something. So I remember when my parents had that hardware store and I hated being there. I just, it was always just like the worst. And I remember one summer I was probably 11 or 12. I was young and normally I would, all summer long I'd be sweltering in the damn store. And my mother's sister, my aunt, I remember her coming over once and saying that she was going on vacation and all of her kids were older um, and they didn't want to go with her anymore and she didn't want to go by herself and so she wanted to take me with her instead and I remember I remember thinking like oh I'm fine yeah it's only gonna be for like two weeks but finally I'm gonna be able to get out of this damn store for even just a little bit I don't even care where we're gonna go I don't care how we get there I don't need to fly I don't need whatever I don't care just as long as it gets me out of here and we wound up going to to Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. And it was the first time that I had seen the ocean and swam in salt water and really kind of gone to a place like that where it's like everyone's just having fun and everyone's enjoying themselves and everyone everyone's a little loose everyone's everything like that and it really was like oh it, it gave me like it gave me that little taste of oh this is what life could be like it doesn't have to be in in Podunk, Iowa, working at the damn hardware store. 
Nice, very nice. So there's some aspect of your aunt that the bartender reminds you of. Maybe not in her looks, but maybe in her demeanor. In her, I might give yeah. a shit about you, and she really wanted to know what was going on in your head of yours. Hey, you all yeah. right? What's going on up there? Yeah. So you kind of tell that story. So how many times you've been back to the ocean since? Not often enough. Yeah. I need to get back there though. It's been a, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. But that memory was always so special to me. So she uh, she's done filling the, your flask. And she kind of shakes that. She's like, it's a little harder with this, right? Yeah, that's the that's the word on the street, isn't it? Bottoms up. Take a swig off the flask. And then I'll reach in my non-cocaine pocket for my wallet to go ahead and tip her. But do I have my wallet on me? You do. You got your wallet on you. Right. I, I reach in my you, wallet. and You don't I... have any cash in that wallet. Oh, no, that's cool. No, that's what I figured. I didn't figure that there would... Like, I wouldn't imagine... I wouldn't have any credit cards or anything like that either. Like, nothing. Like... Yep. Oh, my wallet is empty. Oh, shoot. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I'm being paid for the evening. I hope that they're paying you very well. Enough. I'll reach in my cocaine pocket then. Be like, I could give you a little something if you want to feel better. I'm good. But you really shouldn't do that either. It's not going to help your situation. Ugh, I've been hearing that since I was a kid. Well, I can I, take it. I would like you to give me a figure someone out rule right now. Figure something out, which is based on rapport. Yep, that's an 11. Okay. So determine the character's current motives, determine one special ability, determine what concerns a character, or determine her emotional state and mental state. Yeah, so what's concerning her? Yeah, like what's... So she says that, and you have a distinct idea that maybe there's something going on here that you're not seeing. Maybe there's something to this whole... Whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is you're experiencing, mm-hmm. that you're not, you're not privy to. We didn't get your name. Oh, Brenda. No one ever really cares to ask my name. They just want drinks. And th- th- no, that's okay. She's like, no, well, and you know she's what? like grabbing other people's drinks and pouring it while she's talking with you. Like yeah, she is yeah. You know what? It's been a long time since someone seemed uh, so concerned about my well-being. I always try to go ahead and be friendly with my with with, with, with the bar staff. They're the ones that keep me keep me socially lubricated for the evening. Yeah, but do you know? Do they really keep you aware of things as she's pouring a drink for somebody else? Thank you. Passes it on. Someone grabs another person's drink. Drinking it. Well, uh, you really know what's going on around you? I'm assuming that there are lots of things that I can learn. And I could probably... I, I would imagine that I can learn a lot of things from you. Maybe. Mm. But that's not what I'm saying. I think there are a lot of things here you can learn tonight. Well, if not from you, who should I learn them from? She pours another drink, hands it up to somebody else. Listen, there are a lot of people here, and things may not be always as they seem. When that happens, just come find me again. Come back for another drink. And she kind of gives you that look. And with the role that you got before, you're going to understand this, like, maybe there's something going on here that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Yep. But she seems to understand. Mm, and right now may not be the exact right time to yep. put all the cards on the table. I dig it. Yeah. Okay, cool. But just like, when you find out, come back for a drink. She kind of looks at both of you. All right? All right. I'll be here. We'll be back. Until this party ends. Good. 
supposed to do after this? What do you do? Move away from the bar and try to find Travis. Travis was good enough to go ahead and make sure that I was safe earlier. I want to make sure that uh, that he gets some of he gets some of the flasks that I'm carrying. I want to make sure to, to take care of him after he's been taking care of me. Aww. It's not hard to find Travis. He's sitting in a circle smoking weed with the people, which we're going to do the whole thing. Travis. Hey. You definitely found the weed smoking circle. Is there anything particular you're doing here? Realizing that we are in a bizarre ass situation. This is kind of more his social circle kind of speed and just in general stoner chat. Trying to feel out and figure out what the other people in the circle are doing here. Figure out their motivations behind the party. Are they all just normal humans here smoking up? Any of them like me? Seeing what I can glean and figure out. All right, so give me a figure someone out. And we'll kind of go on the general other four stoners in a circle passing a joint around. And this is before anybody else walks up. You've been here doing this for a moment. And that's off of rapport, right? It is. Which is flat, so I have a seven. Okay. So, determine a character's current motives. Determine one special ability of these characters. Determine what concerns one of these characters. Or determine their emotional mental state. As well, you choose to either suffer one stress or make a hard choice. Think about it. You don't have to give me... You can kind of ration through it and tell me what you're doing and figure it out along the way. It's all good. Okay. All right, so... You're going to have to go with what they're concerned about. Okay. For the folks here you're talking, well, what they're concerned about... A couple of them are, like, concerned about not being able to pay rent. <laughs> who cares? Not who cares, but... That's a normal thing. That's a real thing to be concerned about. Another one, he's concerned about whether or not his girlfriend's cheating on him. And she's not here in the circle. And this guy, he's kind of, uh, after the conversation you guys are having, like, <sighs> the guy's got reason to be concerned. Like, she comes home at weird hours. It's not that she's working a job. He's uh, He's got word from some friends that like they've seen her out with other people, things like that. And he's very concerned about whether or not his relationship's gonna last because he obviously loves this person, but is uncertain whether that's really felt regardless of whether it's said back to them. And then you have the last person of what they're concerned about is it's not to the people gathered here, but it's kind of to you, right? You're picking up on the conversation more as they're realizing, as you're realizing the conversation is going on, that they are like you are in this situation. And their concern is whether or not they're really gonna get to meet the master, the person throwing on this whole party. Okay. Whether that's gonna happen or not. So all four of them? No, just one person in the group, but it's kind of a group you got. However, you still, do you suffer a stress or do you make a hard choice? I'm going to go with a hard choice. So your hard choice is, do you get them an introduction to the master or do you take it yourself? Do you leave them behind? Easy choice. No, it's hard. Because these guys are sharing with me, man. They welcomed me into their circle. There's a code, and I got a little puff pass action going on, always to the left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
that is that is tough but in the end whether I like it or not I'm with these people and a joint does not exactly fast friends make so I'm gonna have to go with us all right and at that you see that Aristotle and Paxton are leaving the bar Stanley is walking away from the people touching everything in their own pants and going, whoa. Aristotle and Paxton are walking away from the bar and they're all kind of walking toward you. And you guys meet up. Go. It's easy. You guys meet up. It's yeah. kind of your game. So what are you guys going to do? I'm going <laughs> right, to, after taking a swig, I'm going to hand it to, to Stanley. Yeah. I'm like, hey, yes, please give me some of that. So... Those of you who have done different drugs, none of it seems as worthwhile as what you've just taken a swig of out of that flask. Excellent. Mm. And do any of you, who else takes a swig of the flask? I so do. is Travis in the same spot at this point? Or is yeah, Travis still all, all together? Yeah, you guys are all with each other. You've left the circle, Travis. You saw your friends coming back over. So you're all kind of circled together. Okay, cool. Then I take a swig because Aristotle just offered it to me. Absolutely. Yep. And if it's that good, yep. he can't help himself. He drains yeah, it. It's, it's good stuff. Here, share and share alike. All right. So you all take a swig of at least one flask? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do any of you have a stress? I do. Yes. Any of you that have a stress that drinks from the flask, remove stress. <laughs> As your hunger is satiated for a moment. Uh, Did I give you each the effects of whatever other drug you were on for those of you who are on them? Yes. No. Okay. So for you, Travis, I got it right. Nice. Um, Well done. You recover a stress if you have it. I do not. You are minus one to all fight, overcome obstacle, and defy danger tests. Okay. But your plus one to all spout knowledge. <laughs> Panic attack tests. And what text? Panic attack. Panic it attack. is in the, uh, the special moves. Nice. Okay. Spout knowledge. Um, yes, that and spout knowledge. And That's that amazing. will last this and the next scene easily. Right. You're in a you're in a bar. You hear the dance thrumming. You, there's a lounge not far off from you. Yep. So this Role is play. so this That's is quite fun. the interesting place. It looks like it has its. Uh, it's definitely a party, unlike I've seen. It definitely has its uh, benefits. I take the flask back from from Stanley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently, this uh, this master fellow owns uh, the entire thing. Interesting. I spoke with his mistress briefly. She indicated she might be able to help get us in with him sooner. That sounds fun. Yeah. She's smoking hot, by the way. <laughs> so Lots of people here are smoking hot. Yeah, yeah I, I have noticed that, actually. <laughs> it is a good party. It's like vampires have a type. Without a doubt, we are in the land there were some... of the beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. Even oh. even the bartender there, Brenda, quite the looker, but very. She seems there's something about her. She's very concerned about what's going on here, or very concerned mm. about 
I don't know. I got this this odd vibe. I can't I can't quite put my finger on it though. Yeah, I I got an odd vibe of a different sort from some of the folks that were around the mistress. They I don't know, struck me kind of odd. You know what this feels is? It feels like it feels like we're in a video game, but we're in the tutorial, right? That we all just got dropped into this level, and the entire point of the level is just to feel around and bump into walls and talk to people and let just learn about who we are. So meta. It's so. But that can't. That that, that doesn't happen in real life, right? There's something else I going on. You're digging on, in your sure, pocket a little more much. than what we've been told. Yeah. What I. <laughs> <laughs> what I, I don't know what you mean. What I can tell you is there's a bunch of very rich people who are paying attention to a bunch of things and not their wallets or their flasks. And since we're going to be living mm -hmm. by this method, mm -hmm. I'm going to go collect us some more. I was going to say, yeah, if we could get four of those, that would be very handy. Uh, Aristotle, you continually think too small. We have <laughs> in this establishment a commodity. A thing that is important to a select Whoa. few? Greg's. Greg's. No. You got yes. a little bit. You need, you need, I am you chill. You need to learn to relax. Just to, and the, the joint that he walked away from the stunner circle with. Yes. Take a hit. Come <laughs> on, oh, man. You're a bad asshole at the party. I see. You, you need to. You need to. You need to chill. If if we're sharing, I'll pull what's left of the baggie and substance out of my pocket. If we're sharing, here, have some. My God. So Bogart and Powder over here uh, need to talk. That's not quite my speed. <laughs> my point is, we well, uh, a commodity. We need to capitalize on the investment. Stanley, you're starting to feel those effects. Okay, I don't know, man. I'm feeling pretty happy feeling with where we're at right now, to be honest. Yeah. I kind of want to get back out on that dance floor, but I wonder, I, know, right? I think, yeah. There were some people who kind of seemed like they were a little shady. I wonder if there are any more of them around could maybe try and get a read on. And the lady's gonna be coming for us in a little while. You're gonna line me up for more flasks, and we'll wait for the lady. With that, I would like each of you to mark a discovery. Woohoo! Yeah. I would also then like each of you, and I'm gonna start with Travis. <laughs> You're going to have to pick someone else different in the circle, and this may be a strange little round robin-y thing, but Travis, we're gonna start with you. And then it's going to go to the next person, whomever you choose, and then it's gonna go like that until each of you has told me about a discovery about the other person. Mm. You have been involved, Travis, with one of the other three of these folks in name a scenario and name a positive outcome that you've had with that individual. Please elaborate on that story. What do so, you know about X individual that ended up well, and you're having this memory about, oh, I know this person for this reason. Okay. So Travis suddenly remembers like a flash from another party he was at 
where he was running around with a joint and Stanley was like just chilling in this big plush couch just like rubbing everything right (laughs) (laughs) and he's not wearing anything but a pair of silk boxers which he can't help but keep rubbing that too and then sliding his ass back and forth on the plush because it just keeps moving and I was stoned out of my mind and it was so funny that I laughed about it for probably a good hour and and then laughing about it later for another week and, and just chatting <laughs> and talking about it. And what was it that, that you and Stanley are, were engaged in? Like, why we're were the two of you together and... Oh, uh, we're at a party. Yeah. We're but at but party. more than that, like, oh. more than that. What is it, like, it was Stanley, right? Like, it's not just that it was, that it was like ships and the night sort of thing. There's got to be something important. What was it? Why was it an, such an important thing? Fair enough. Okay. Memory? All right, I got you. As I'm thinking about this memory for a minute, because a minute ago I wasn't sure that I knew Stanley previously. He had a memory about me, but I hadn't had one about him. And I'm thinking about it for a minute, and I kind of, above this giant plush couch across the wall of this kind of rundown apartment, was this giant ass sign strung across it that said, Happy Birthday, Stanley. Awesome. All right. Okay. So you were at Stanley's birthday party. So then Stanley, choose either Aristotle or Paxton Mm -hmm. and tell me a positive memory you have. It it doesn't, it's like, when I say positive, it could be you both scored, not in the intimate way, but in the you made a score. Positive could be uh, you had a good time with each other, but I want to know a a positive interaction you had with either Aristotle or Paxton and the importance of it to you. What was the significance of that? Okay, so I think with Paxton, this was maybe before he had done whatever that had set my family to trouble, but we had scored together. I had helped him in his situation, so he found me afterwards, and we went out on the town and had a good night. And it was important for me because it was the first time that I had, in a long time, that I had just been comfortable with someone that was like a relative stranger outside of my troop that I had been with for so long. And that sort of got me to, actually, I want to do a bit of a a rewind on that. So this happened before we worked together. I think we ran into each other. Maybe I helped him out of a scrap. And because of that, he wanted to show me a good time. So then we went out on the town and had a good time. And that was kind of that first interaction I had that was like a positive interaction, a good time, a sense of camaraderie with someone that was not my family troop so that opened the door to us working together awesome Paxton choose any of the two people here that isn't Stanley and give me a similar thing give me a positive interaction the two you had and a and a reason why it is formative or was important or necessary why it was a memorable thing what happened there So I remember being on the outs with my crew. My boss wasn't pleased. I wasn't doing very well. I was down. I remember I was 
in some dingy party. It wasn't high class. It wasn't upscale. It was the rug rank. That's the one thing I remember. Just the rug in that hovel just stank. It was just terrible. Surrounded by people I didn't know, people I didn't like. There's just nothing good about it. It was this constant feel of it. But it was exactly where I felt in my soul I deserved to be. So I put myself in that position. And somewhere along the way, Travis was shows up. I didn't know him from anybody, but he sat down and much like he just did, he attempted to pass me uh, a joint, which I, I did refuse also, but he said the exact same words. He's, man, you gotta chill out. And somewhere when I was looking at this just uphill climb to get to where I wanted to be uh, and looking down, I, I felt like I was on the edge of falling into nothing and like disappearing into this chasm. Travis's words helped me find some equilibrium. And with that, I, I we shook hands, we got out of that party and we went on to the, the next kind of party. And that's what I remember that he kind of saved me in that moment when everything was falling to pieces. Awesome, that is rocking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Aristotle. Oh, falling to pieces. Way to work that in there. Yeah, totally. I, I, well, you I, threw a couple in there. That was pretty good. good. Yeah. It's pretty epic. Aristotle. Paxton probably doesn't even remember the fact that he we went doesn't. to high school together. But I remember Paxton from when he was on the high school football team. Now, I was not on the football team because I was, I, first of all, I was way too cool for that, but I was really smart. And so you had Paxton, who was just this like, this like bruising, thick running back. And he didn't even remember that I was the linebackers coach and that I would make sure that the linebackers knew how to hit somebody like him, how to take down somebody like him. I couldn't do it myself because, again, I'd get my hands dirty. That's just not what I did. But I could break down film like nobody. And I started figuring out he would always take a step and then a juke or a juke and then a step or something like that. And how to go ahead and what linebackers should be watching for by watching film of Paxton just beat up the opposition. Awesome. So you all know each other in some way. You've all had interactions in some way. You're realizing that maybe this little group, and as you're all sitting here talking, maybe have something more in common, more together than what this evening's experience is with each other as your amnesia or your memories are starting to come back to you. want early access to every Tabletop Journeys episode? How about exclusive content, live broadcasts, and the chance to throw dice with your favorite hosts and fellow fans? Or, heck, do you just want to support the show? Join our Patreon today at www.patreon.com slash ttjourneys. We have tiers to fit any budget for a monthly commitment, or you can make a one-time contribution to the cause. We love doing the show for y'all, and support helps us keep creating and producing great content for you.
So join us today at www.patreon.com slash ttjourneys. Uh, a brief second to connect with each other, understand a little more about what's going on. And it seems as if a few more of your memories have returned. Now you're looking around and the party's still going strong. Is there anything in particular you guys would like to do? Earlier, I had come across uh, a couple on a couch in the lounge area. Can I see that room from where we are, or is that, that too far past that other that other kind of big room that we'd walked through? It. Baggy's getting low. Gotta go back. Now you can see the area from here. You don't necessarily okay. see them, but it's back off this way a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'm more just, it seemed like that was going to be a situation where there was going to be a fun time had by all at some point in this evening. So I'm just looking to see if I can see them, make sure that they haven't left, to make sure that my hookup isn't leaving without me, that kind of thing. So that's why I'm kind of milling about, just kind of feeling the groove, bumped up. It's kind of, you mentioned that, and you do see the lady that was there. She's actually walking toward your group anyway. Excellent. I will definitely try to make sure that I'm making eye contact with her as she's walking across to make sure she's coming over looking for me. She smiles. She's a very attractive young lady. Mm-hmm. She looks at you, smiles, nods. Hello again. Hello. Can I get you anything from the bar? Oh, I'm okay for right now. I've actually come for you and for your me. friends. And my friends. I didn't realize it was going to be that. It may be. But maybe not right this moment. Okay. Someone. <laughs> the mistress would like to speak with you. Oh, that's excellent, because I think we were looking to speak with the mistress also. Indeed. I assume we can all hear this, or... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. She's okay. right up with all you guys in the group. Could I get, like, a figure someone Thank out you, to see if I can ascertain... Of what her motivations are here. Sure, go ahead. Well, that's not going to be very good. Roll with rapport. Uh, that's a three. Mark a discovery. Okay. And I would like you to tell me about a time that you were trying to make headway with, it doesn't have to be a lady, a gentleman, either way, mm. and you just couldn't, you couldn't get there. Mm. You couldn't figure out what they were getting at. Because it oh, wasn't what you thought they were getting at. There's something else they wanted from you. What was it, and why do you see this person talking with another crowd of people about 20 feet away? Oh, wow. So wait, so the same person that I tried to make headway with is now talking with another crowd 20 feet away? Yeah, they just happened to be at this party. So before I came into who I am now, when I was in high school, I tried running with a bunch of different crowds. And I remember with the uh, with the experience that I had where I was smart and could work with the football team to kind of break apart plays and things like that. I would see all the football players dating cheerleaders and going out with cheerleaders and stuff like that. And so I tried my hand at asking one of the cheerleaders out and 
they were really just interested in making their current boyfriend, who was a running back on the team, jealous. Riggs, you probably know the running back in question, I would bet. But they were just trying to make them jealous. They weren't really interested in in me at all. They were just kind of using me. And as far as why they are here at the party is that, man, after high school, as sometimes happens to the popular kids, she wound up marrying her high school sweetheart way too early because she got pregnant. And so she is here working as a waitress. And that's why she is talking to this crowd of 20 people. She is offering to take their drinks. Do you remember her name? Jasmine. With a Z. How do you start the word Jasmine with a Z? Yeah. So you're not entirely certain... You're not really certain how to read the lady currently in front of you. And maybe the memory of someone you recognize from long ago made that a little difficult for you. Oof, but the harsh. rest of you, <laughs> is there anything, any, what, what do you guys do? I would also like to try and figure this person out. This is my first time interacting with them, but I probably, I, I guess I probably didn't see Aristotle interacting with before meeting her for the first time, just trying to get like a read on them. And I have a question for them after, based on what I can glean, I guess, so. We'll see. That's uh, rapport for figure someone out. Okay. Ooh, that's, that's pretty good. That's a 10 total. So, determine the character's current motive. Determine what special ability the character has. Determine what concerns the character. Or determine the character's primary emotional and mental state. Let's go with primary emotional and mental state. Okay. Mental state, she's pretty calm. Seems to be in... Uh, neither up nor down her mind isn't racing she's not fidgeting at all okay but her emotional state is she definitely has some sort of question question isn't the right word she definitely has some sort of worry almost a worry about her job Hmm. okay so she has some sort of concerns for her own livelihood, more or less, it sounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll pipe up and ask her, did the mistress tell you what she wants to, to talk to us about? No, she just said, or she asked me, maybe a few moments ago, she came by and asked me to fetch you guys for her. Where are we going to meet her? In the lounge. Um, and the lounge is, like, right over there where she came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, like, it's okay. like... So it's she a, just it's, walked. Exactly, she mm-hmm. came from the lounge area. Okay. So there's someone there. Okay. And remember, it's not really a maze, but there are a bunch of different little areas within the lounge set up for people can have private encounters if they wish, or not quite so private, but more private than standing on the dance floor and doing so. Right, um, gotcha. A series of corner booths. Basically, yeah. So, Aristotle. Yes. When you just attempted to figure this person out and miserably failed, Given how deflated you were after the last time when they straight up rejected you, was this visible in your uh, person? Or- no. So I don't look. Uh, I don't look defeated, but I probably look distracted. Like I was. Maybe it's the cocaine. Maybe it's the lights. Who knows? But like I was sitting there talking to her, and then while I'm talking to her, like all of a sudden my gaze just kind of drifted off to the right as she was talking. So I kind of. I, I wound up only half paying attention to what she was saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you don't know what I was looking at, but yeah, that's... Travis okay. doesn't know, but... 
but right exactly but you kind of you probably saw aristotle's head kind of drift off to the side a little bit while she was talking and then when stanley asked his question he like snapped back as like, oh we're right the mistress yeah yeah it, it was yeah. important to know because you know if you had just deflated after striking out twice i was gonna have to chuckle yep nope nope N- not deflated but definitely more distracted sounds like we shouldn't keep the lady waiting yeah probably not probably not no uh, Let's go. Riggs, you're coming. Riggs, as he's walking, he wants to observe kind of what's going on. But not so much conversationally. He's just looking for subtle clues, tells. Like, is does she walk like she's leading us into a trap? I'm looking for those nonverbal cues at this point, as opposed to the verbal cues. Give me one moment. I think I'll have you do a figure someone out. All I got was three. It's like a pair of them, unfortunately. Okay. Market discovery. You guys are walking, you're following her, and you're really trying to see if, you know, there's anything up with her, you know, does she have a limp, is she, are, are we being led somewhere to a trap? So why don't you go ahead and tell me about a time where you and Stanley were led into a trap. There was a uh, word at one point in time that somebody in the organization that there might be a rat. And the goal was to kind of weed out the rat. And one of the ways the boss kind of did that was to see how loyal people could be under specific circumstances. So we were literally being led into a situation where we were going to be picked up by dirty cops. So the cops were part of the organization. They were going to put the heavy lean on us and they were going to see who was going to talk. And I just remember the person who was driving the car was looking really squirrely. Stanley was kind of just along for the ride. Like, it was odd that he would even be on this particular run. We were just supposed to pick up some some stuff. I wasn't even told what it was. It's going to be in a, in, a, in a little case where you're supposed to bring it back to the boss. And I'm like, why am I being asked to do this stuff? I don't do this kind of work. I'm more muscle for big jobs. Nothing made sense. And the person driving was looking really antsy. There was just something about it that seemed off. The second half of the trip... My hand was on my uh, on my weapon the whole time. I had actually stashed uh, a, a knife in my sock so that it was covered just in case things went south. And I, like I just knew that there was there was just something not right about what was going on. We got there. We were told to wait, and then the lights came on. And I'm like, okay, this is a setup. Cops take us. They don't take us down to the station. They take us inside the building. They're leaning on us pretty hard. I mean, they tried all the old TV tricks like, hey man, first person to turn is gonna is the only one who's gonna get the deal. They started doing all that. And I remember get, that it was getting really heavy and there was a lot of threats rolling around and they were tossing words around like Rico and life and hey, if someone ever got killed, you could be in the chair because you're part of this. And I remember Stanley starting to get a little squirrely with it like he he was I was seeing the beads of sweat in his forehead and I then remember looking right at the cop who kept looking at his watch like he was going to run out of time and I asked the question why is time so important you looked at your watch a couple times now you run out of time to get us to make a deal I think you're bullshit and we ain't saying nothing and at that the ruse was over. Boss came out of a side room and said, good, 
That's what I was hoping for. Um, now you remember this. Unfortunately, Stanley does not. No. And I'm not convinced he wasn't going to turn. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys walk over there. Uh, you're following this lady. And she has a very nice gate. You walk to a little private area in the lounge. The music is just loud enough that unless you're sitting closely with the people at this uh, little table and kind of those those rounded out couches and a couple of chairs, and they're not, they're, they're nice comfy chairs on the outside with a little rounded couch beside it. There is sitting a fantastically beautiful woman dressed in an excellent black skirt. You can't see much past the table in front of her, but she carries herself with grace and confidence. As the lady who walks up to her, she kind of nods to all of you to wait for just a moment because she she is sitting there with a couple of the people. The woman walks over to who you presume to be the mistress, whispers something in her ear. She nods and just waves the girl off and ask the other folks to come back. It's like, oh, please come back later. I'll, we can continue this line of conversation. I'm certain I can get what you're looking for. They kind of thank her, stand up and leave. They all look at you guys, just nod. It's two gentlemen. They're decently dressed, but they're not like wealthy dressed. They just kind of came business casual. And she looks at all of you, says, oh, well, Stanley and his friends, please, everyone sit down. Lovely to see you again, and I'll take a seat. It is a pleasure. I will very dramatically glide onto the sofa, arms wide as if like I own it, and not in any way subtly glance under the table to see what sort of she's wearing. Oh, they're super nice black, I mean, sleek stiletto mm. heels. Mm. Fabulous. Red soul. Yeah. Mm, Louboutin, I see. <laughs> After everybody goes, else sits, Travis takes whatever seat is left, he waits, as opposed to trying to jostle for position. <laughs> you would uh, probably then be directly on the other side of her, across the table. And he sits down and says, nice to meet you, ma'am. Nice to meet you as well. So I'm, I, I know Stanley here, but please, who are each of you? I'd like to get to know y'all just a little better. Well, ma'am, I'm, I'm Travis Baker. You can call me Aristotle. Oh, a very refined name. <laughs> Nothing but the finest. <laughs> and you, sir, pleasure to meet you all. Enchanté. I'd love it if you'd remind me of our discussion earlier. Yeah, I was asking a few things. You seemed like the center of attention, so I wanted to get to know you a little better. And also, my friends and I are, well, we're looking to speak with the master of the house, so to speak. We're new um, here. We are new, fresh, you might say. And yeah, you seem like a person in the know. Will you be correct on that? I can tell you he will speak to you in his own time. But if you can prove yourself uh, worthwhile, it might come a little sooner. And how does one do that? Well, there are quite a few ways that's possible. 
mainly, do you remember the rules? Blend in, don't, don't hurt anybody. Keep the secret. Um, no harm to anyone at the party. Except that one lady upstairs. <laughs> she's not in the she's party, though, so. She started that. She, not no she, more. she looks confused when you say that. Lady upstairs. There was. It was before we were given the rule. Incident. Yeah. With someone the, before we could become acquainted with the rules. She's one of the sorcerer's friends. Oh. He said she didn't quite handle the change well, but she did just come in and try to eat us. All right, well, maybe not. She just wanted the flask. She kind of bites her finger a little. Yes. She seems like vi- like visibly stressed by what's going on. Could I like try to comfort her in some way and try to just let her know that we certainly didn't mean anything by it if, if these things are causing problems for her, that certainly we're on the same side here. We're with her in whatever's going on. I think, I, I think a persuade would be okay. appropriate there. Cool. Persuade is based on rapport also. Uh, that's a six. Okay. That doesn't get anything. So mark a discovery. So you have a, you remember something that is fairly keen and important. The, the lady who fetched you, the group of you, mm-hmm. as well as a couple other ladies and gentlemen, you've seen many of them on many occasions. Why? I am, I'm very active on the social scene in, in our city here. I mean, nothing but the highest end clubs and nothing but the finest, most expensive parties. And I'm sure that, that there are many people in this party that I've rubbed elbows with before. I mean, this as a high end party and this as a very expensive affair. I'm, I'm sure that we've run in the same circles before. I remember when, when poor Isabel over there puked in a fountain once. That was pretty funny. And and I remember, I remember that there was a time that there was that time that Anthony at at she called she always called herself Duchess Kim, but we weren't ever really sure that she was a duchess. But Anthony over there, he ate so many pot brownies, he wound up throwing up in the Duchess's rose garden. Nothing has grown there for years. It's amazing. So I'm sure I know lots of people at this party. But why? That's the thing you remember, is why you know them. Because people of fine taste know each other and run in the same circles from uh, from period to period. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm a socialite, they're a socialite, socialites uh, are social with one another. All right. As he's watching her look distraught, though, Travis is trying to also figure out whether or not or, or the, what's behind her distress. Does she seem upset like she knew this person that was supposed to be upstairs? Or that there was a problem at all. I mean, she looked just look. She looked like she's pissed because she didn't know. Give me figure someone out. Yeah, which is with poor, and I'm not very good at it. But you know, <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Big money, no whammies. <laughs> Eight. Okay, you will gain either a stress or make a hard choice and think about that, whichever one you would like out of that because of the eight. However, you do also determine the character's current motives or one special ability they have or what concerns the character or what's their primary emotional mental state. Based on the question I just asked, I'd have to say what concerns the character. Okay. And which would you choose? You, you can take a minute to choose, but think about the stress or make a hard choice while I'm, I'll tell you what you figure out. What concerns her is that she didn't know 
that someone had an issue turning or at all that they had such a bad reaction to being turned and that they were kept in that state in that place with new people who had also been turned. She was actually very concerned about that situation and the potential motives behind that. So she, I'm kind of getting the vibe then that she's not so sure it was a happy accident. Okay, all right. That's what she believes. Whether that's true or not is a different story, but that's what she's concerned about. Okay, it's gotta be and a reason for her to be concerned. she have a general concern for that person. And she's the person in the know. For that person, the person who didn't turn? Yeah, it definitely seems like she that concerns her. Like, okay. But not in a personal know. way, like it's her cousin or something. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't seem personal. It seems just genuine as, I didn't know that's concerning. And why were they left up there with you? Right. Okay, cool. I don't know. I'm going to go with make a hard choice because it seems like so much more fun than just making a check mark. Okay. When that hard choice appears in the scene, I'll have it for you. You don't have to worry, ma'am. By the way, now that I know how tough we all are now, I bet she's probably okay. I don't think we hurt her too bad. I hope so. I suppose that comes to my next question. How are all of you feeling? And and she is very genuine with this question. Is there... Are you all right? Is there anything... A couple of you seem a little bruised. Well, I'm, personally, I'm feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> Stanley's just got a shit-eating grin on his face right now. Yeah, he may have found he, he may have found the the twins back there with the ecstasy, and you know, my friend over here he's flying a little high, but probably a little rough because he did you know, a little while ago when we were upstairs and had that scuffle. She kind of slapped him a little bit and he fell over. I'm um, feeling fine. My other friend. Wait, I'm talking too much. My bad. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm feeling fabulous. And Stanley over there, you're right. He's found the the fabulous world of Valor. And how, how wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I definitely like if there's any sort of, regardless of what this booth is made out of, if it's some sort of fabric or if it's leather or whatever, I've got my arm up over the edge and I definitely have a hand that's kind of like stroking the side of the, the, the booth and just kind of enjoying the texture of it. Yeah. Well, I am very happy that you're all enjoying the party favors. I will let I'll let my people know they're doing a very good job. Yeah, ma'am, as parties go. You mentioned the though that there might be something we could do to kind of prove ourselves. Mm. Yes. Get bumped up the line to see. Oh, if that's when I got distracted talking about. Okay. Yeah. Now that I think about it, there really is. I can tell you that when it comes to getting things done, that is what I do: get things done. Good. How good are each of you at keeping a secret? Oh, ma'am, I am the Fort Knox of secrets. It's practically bread and butter. Parquet. I mean, I haven't told you anything about what I know about all the people in this party yet, so that should speak for itself. Oh, do continue, please. Maybe we can match stories. I'd love to. He's likely to match. You first. His stories uh, <laughs> will be more embellishment <laughs> than scaffolding. Yeah. Mm. Travis kind of rolls his eyes and sits back a little bit with this joint. It's getting pretty low. He's got a good pinch on the end of it because obviously this is going to take a little while they do their social thing. Okay. So 
I mean, if we're telling secrets. But no, you asked us how good we are at keeping secrets, not telling yes. secrets. So I almost got you, didn't I? I am on to you, mistress. <laughs> it's almost as though Stanley had a bead of sweat. <laughs> hey, I didn't even talk about the secrets that I know. That's how good at keeping secrets I am. Good. Well played, gentlemen. Well played. I didn't know any secrets. This is probably a good thing. Good. So then you're going to have to keep one from me. And if you do that, I guarantee I can get you to meet the master. That's it? We just got to keep your secret? Might, might be a little more than that, but you'll need to be very discreet. Hmm. Uh, discretion is my middle name. It is a little concerning to me that, well, how do I put this? If the change doesn't happen just right, there's no reason that this should have been put up there with knowing that the potential can get violent. So it makes me really question exactly what the sorcerer is doing. I asked him a bunch of questions when he came in, and I mean, I kind of went off on him for a hot minute, and he just kept blowing it off like it wasn't nothing, and these things happen, and that we shouldn't worry. Uh huh. He's kind of like that. He's a little creepy. And I'm a little more worried now. It's going to take me some time. So after our conversation, I need you all to pretend like this part of it didn't happen. I'll find you again. If you can work a way to get to the basement, I can help you. Yeah. At lower level. Hmm. What's down there? The secrets the sorcerers keep. for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter at TT Journeys, by joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. And remember, if you want early access to all of our episodes, a chance to drop dice with your favorite hosts, and maybe even appear in one of our actual plays, you can join our Patreon to help support the show at patreon.com forward slash ttjourneys. If you're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible, we would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays, and every Tuesday features our actual play episodes. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler along our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.